Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, physical, emotions, uh, chain, you know, noise, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off it, distract you. What I'm going to do is create a safe place. And I guess I said that, but the way I'm going to kind of design the safe place, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, slowly. I don't think I have a drawl, but I have something like it. Like, I'm going to drawl stuff out. I'm not going to be getting to any points real fast. I'm going to be drawling it out or drawing it out. Uh, I try not to drool because I don't like mouse noises. I like my delivery to be, uh, even though I have creaky dulcets, I like it to be smooth, uh, you know, as nice as I can make it. it. Really, that's like the whole concept of creating a safe place. I want it to feel warm. I want it to feel inviting. I want it to feel welcoming to everyone. That's why I say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, not only do I mean the gender binary, I mean all, but you know, everyone who, who this reaches that it might work for, I want you to know I'm glad you're here. And one of the reasons I'm glad, glad you're here is that, that human connection, you know, sometimes it's not, it doesn't come easy, but in situations like this, it does because I've been there. And I've heard from, you know, thousands and thousands of people going through different things that have been keeping them up at night. And while there, there's a lot of things I haven't experienced, like I can relate uh, to whatever it is that's keeping you up, to, to that feeling you, that you get when you're like, what the heck, I just want to go to sleep, please. Or like, like, like I think I said recently when you're traveling, like when you want to go to sleep on the plane, nearly impossible. When you don't care, lights out. Uh, sleep is a baffling, baffling thing. And you deserve a good night's sleep. Like, so I made this podcast, uh, that's kind of part of what goes into it. But part of what goes into the safe places, like me saying, I'm glad you're here. And I'm going to be here and do my best to take your mind off stuff. So so here's the setup if you're new. Uh, First five minutes of the show, that's business, so that we can keep the show for free, keep the archives for free, and credit the people that work on the show. Because uh, not only a couple of people get paid to work at the at, at, like so just to credit the people that work on the show, and uh, then we have the intro, which we're a few minutes into. Those tend to be about twelve minutes, kind of a show within a show, to show that you don't really have to listen, but also to kind of you know to set the mood. And for me to try to explain how the podcast works, which is kind of it's a paradox, so it's like a. Trying to explain a paradox, uh, like, uh, is, uh, creates a, it's like, uh, trying to cr- cr- say, well, I'd like to improve a roundabout. Uh, well, how are you going to do that? I, well, I'm going to call it a, a, a no, but dry, I'm going to drive around a roundabout and think about how I'm going to make an improvement on a roundabout. But so I'll do the intro. That's about 12 minutes. You can, there's a, it should be a time when the story starts. So you could skip ahead. But for a lot of people, this sets them at ease. For some listeners, they fall asleep during the intro. Some people skip it. Hopefully, you listen to the messages so you know how to keep the show going and support it. But, it, like, otherwise, just, you know, get to where you need to be. Settle into bed. You know, you can start the podcast as you're easing in and winding down or when you're already in bed. Or some people start it in the middle of the night when they wake up. So there's really no wrong way to use the podcast. And there's no should around. You should listen like a... Other than the top of the show, there's really nothing you you can miss. You know, you you can miss. You can fall asleep whenever you want. And uh, I try to make it just engaging enough to take your mind off what's ever skipping you awake, but not so engaging that you feel like you you you're obliged to listen because you're not. No no harm. You know, fall asleep whenever you need to. My goal is to be here to escort you across that threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, but the other side of it is you're under no pressure to fall asleep. These shows are about an hour long. 
uh, because I want you to be at ease and say, okay, I got a whole hour to fall asleep. I'll just kind of listen and I'll be here the whole time. There are listeners that don't listen to the show to fall asleep. They can't fall asleep. And so they listen to it for company or mild entertainment. And I'm, I'm, I give it my all to be there as their boyfriend and yours. So whether you're asleep in a few minutes or it takes you the whole episode or you wake up in the middle of it, you know, I'm here for you the best I can. Now, this doesn't work for everybody, you know, because I guess there isn't a one-size-fits-all solution to sleeplessness. Uh, so, so, you know, listen to it a few times if you're new. You know, try it out. Say, well, I don't know. Or huh, after the second episode, you know, this because uh, if you're skeptical, of course you're skeptical. There's so many things that say, oh, this is going to fix it or this is going to. And, and if you're like me and you can't sleep, you're really... You can be in that place where you really want something to work, uh, you know, because, heck, you, like I said, you, 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 you need a good night's sleep, you know? And what a ripoff. I, I guess that's a lot of times I feel like that with stuff. It's like, what a ripoff. How, how come this uh, person next to me, they're sound asleep, and I'm sitting here tossing and turning, and I got all this crap to do tomorrow? But that, that's why I make the show. I try to help, uh, to try to be there. It, to keep you company while you fall asleep, I guess that's a thing. It, like a, that's a ideal, uh, I don't know, like a version. It's like I'll be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now I'm a little bit goofy. The podcast is a little bit silly. It doesn't always make sense. Tonight we'll be talking about real, tonight's a real time recipe, and what that means is. Uh, it's like, like, I don't know if you saw any, like, if you used to, like, I grew up watching a lot of David Letterman and Conan and those style shows. And I remember, you know, every once in a while they'd bring on someone to cook a, cook something, cook a, a meal. And they always like cut out the, like the lasagna, you know, they'd show you part of it and then the lasagna would be in the oven done. So it never happened in real time. And a lot of times it was just kind of comedic. But even like if you're watching some like news type show and they were doing the cooking, like your local news or Saturday morning showboat, you know, might have been something, you know, but they never were doing it in real time. Even some cooking shows are like, well, this is like a real time recipe show, which what could be like the reason they cut out those parts of the recipes. Who wants to sit around when the freaking thing break, bakes or the water boils? Say okay, well we'll just we'll just sit here while uh, the pasta boils. Well, that's what the, that's what this packet. And then we won't be doing boiling pasta tonight. Uh, most of this episode will be grocery shopping. Uh, but it's you know what kind of plan works like a real time recipe. What you know that'll put you to sleep. I think it will. I think it will. For sure. we'll be at the grocery store for about twenty three minutes, and it should be about the mildest trip to the grocery store you'll ever experience. So, so like uh, that—that's the packet. A lot of meanders, a lot of me going on tangents, observing stuff that's not particularly interesting to anybody else but me. You know, me me sharing my thoughts. Like I, I, I tend to steer clear of controversy, but sometimes I do have uh, what are those thoughts? Like 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 a tonight, uh, like salad spinners will come up, and I don't know how people feel about salad spinners. I don't know if a salad spinner was invented or repurposed or when when it first came on the scene. Because it, it felt like 90, 99 might have been the year of the salad spinner, 98, or that it became, in, that it got into my purview. Where all of a sudden you said, you got to spin these salads? And I thought you tossed a salad. I've heard of that. And uh, pass the salad. I've heard of pass the salad. But you got to spin a salad now? You say, oh, yeah, it's a salad spinner. You spin it. Uh, so, you know, any, like, stuff like that, you know, that might be, that's as, uh, as extreme as we get. And then, and then I still say, well, I just don't get, you know. I, and so the ideal thing is you wake up tomorrow. And some people listen, some couples listen, but a lot of times, you know, one member of the relationship listens to the podcast and the other one sleeps really good. And those tend to be the people that snore, uh, which, you know, it's just, just, just the case. Uh, but, you know, ideally you'll wake up, you'll be at breakfast tomorrow, or maybe one of your coworkers listens, say, wow, you look, you look radiant this morning. We say, well, I was listening to sleep with me last night, put me right to sleep, uh, I think. Well, what, what did old Scoots say? Uh, like, what did old Scoots get on? Sometimes he gets all, he's got that, uh, 
Like, he's got that personality. Like, he's a little neurotic. Did he get neurotic about, well, something about, uh, I think he's, he's trying to do, like, a routine. Instead of spinning plates, he's trying to spin plates of salad. Or at least I had a dream where he was, instead of, like, spinning plates, he was spinning plates with salad. And the radishes were going everywhere. And then he was throwing radishes like they were mini frisbees. And I think there was like a poodle in a, a ballet skirt that was catching those. And then Scoots had to go, so somebody Google radish and poodle, please. And make sure that, uh, but the, the poodle didn't swallow the radish, just caught it. And then, uh, you know, like made a face. So I think that's what the episode was about last night. Sa- spinning, spinning plates of salad. But I don't know. I felt like I, I just woke up and uh, there was another episode on where he was talking about uh, uh, grating grapefruits or something. I think he wrote a poem about the grating, grating the great grapefruit. Uh, grated grapefruit. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you look great. You, you can tell you slept good. Fine. You deserve it. Uh, sorry about my snoring and drooling. Uh, but I did do the dishes. Oh, excellent. Well, that's great. Thanks, Scoots. So that's that's maybe just that's like the uh, um, whatever the little little house on the prairie version or something. I don't know what the like what way to describe it. Pollyanna, Pollyanna version of the podcast. But that's you know that's how it goes. Like so, you don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. The podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know I'm weird. Uh, but you know I've embraced my weirdness because it helps people put people to sleep. And I want you to know, you know, it's okay to be you too. And it's okay to be you here now. And just let out some air and say, okay, you're here. It's a safe place. It's here to help you fall asleep. I'm glad to hear it's so good to see you or hear you or to be heard by you. And I say this every episode because I mean it. I really hope, I really yearn, and I really work hard because I want to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, thanks for coming over. It's so good to see. It's been so. It's been too long. And you might say, so "What do we? Did you, you know my invitation to come over? The voicemail I left you. You know, I don't check my voicemail. Just, I don't know if you've left me any voicemails. Uh, I try to, but I rarely do. But that's weird that I don't listen to voicemails, but I left one for you. So, But I don't know if you listened to it, but in it I said, you're going to come over to do some cook. We're not going to be technically cooking, but I don't know what else to call it. So we'll be cooking, you know, something so good for us. It's so good to taste. There's so many options. Like, I'm so excited. We don't, I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. But we're about to make uh, some, uh, we're about to go to the grocery store. Without a shopping list, uh, I feel like Gloria Gaynor, even though she didn't sing that song. I think that was the Pointer Sisters. But anyway, we're going to head over to Trader Joe's. We don't have any, uh, we don't have a shopping list. So we don't need to check it. Of course, that means we could forget things. I have my fingers. And they've only failed me, you know, for the majority of the lists I make on my fingers. But this one, this is one we really can't, where we really can't go wrong. We can only go right. But we're really, we're really going to get down, we're going to get down, down to the, down to the ground. You know, let's, let's go. Let's, uh, do I have any updates? Believe it or not, I don't. This time there are no updates, uh. All my crushes are virtual. I've I've moved my crushes to virtual location offshore. Well, it's not technically offshore, but uh, kind of offshore. Yeah, I've offshored my crushes. Let's talk about it on the way to Trader Joe's. You you look great, by the way. So, so, so terrific. And I'll tell you what, after we eat, what we eat will... so what do I get? What can I give you the backstory on why I'm I'm not trying to be mysterious? Well, you know, like a like, and this is full disclosure. You know, Blue Apron's been sponsoring the podcast, and I got really hooked on Blue Apron. And but the one thing I noticed, one thing that can make a Blue Apron meal better is a salad. S A L A D, a homemade salad or home prepared. So that's what we're gonna do tonight: is make some salads. Uh, 
it, well, I'm going to give you an array of salad options. Okay, I, did, I didn't know we'd get to this this quick. No, I do not have a salad spinner. And well, we, we could talk about that at the salad at, at, at Trader Joe's. Uh, but we're, we're, so we're doing real-time driving now. We used to always get there by the magic of podcasts. I wouldn't have to fill time on the way to Trader Joe's, but you want me to keep talking. Can I just tell you you're an excellent driver? It does not even feel like I feel like, uh, oh, should I tell you about my, yeah. So I'm very happy with, uh, the, I'm leasing, they leased the Chevy Volt. I'm very happy with it. And that's why I'm letting you drive it. We're being powered by electric electricity. Is it just so smooth? And yeah, there's no, I don't know, I don't know what the carbon, I don't know what my carbon footprint is at all, but uh, it's reduced, I hope, uh, except, you know, for my, when I was doing all that marshmallow toasting, I think that probably increased my, uh, that doesn't increase my carbon footprint. I don't know. I think you might be wrong on that. Uh, how many marshmallows they toast? Probably thousands. Uh, oh no, that was a dream. That was when I was called, I, I, I had a dream I was the village marshmallow toaster. In one of the largest villages, I think it was influenced by reading uh, one of the Discworld novels, uh, Jenny K. St. Guards, Guards, Guards. Or maybe it's only two guards, but I was dreaming. I I was wandering the streets selling toasted marshmallows or marshmallows being toasted, which obviously increased my carbon footprint. But so it's a good thing we're, we're driving an electric. Yeah, it's a confusion around the Chevy. So Chevy now has a Volt and a Bolt, uh, and the Bolt's all electric. I think it goes about 200-something miles. The Volt goes uh, 50 miles on electric, and then it switches to a gas a generator or engine thing. So it's not a hybrid. I like it. It's uh, That's why I said free mentions of it, because I, I like it. Yeah, but it's it doesn't feel good. I, I do like I, I say, holy! No wonder Elon's so popular. This electric stuff is great, and the best thing about making salad is we won't be having any internal combustions later either. <laughs> if you don't mind me, see. well, we could, I guess. You're right. You could from salad. Oh yeah, sorry. I was going to talk about salad spinners before we as we get closer to Trader Joe's. Um, I don't have a salad spinner. I did. I, I have had them in the past. I, I found that that makes me eat less salad. The idea of having to spin the salad. Okay, let me just lay this on you. I'm not big at washing my vegetables. I, like, uh, I, I just put that out there. I trust. I trust. Like, I trust Trader Joe's, unless it's going to my daughter's lunch. Then I'll wash the vegetables. Uh, but the salad, perhaps, like, I guess I do wash a pepper. I just, okay, like, I, like, I buy, I buy a bag of lettuce. So let me just, uh, can we get, can we talk about that when we get there? Because it goes on, I mean, it, there's multiple things, reasons, and I, so don't judge me. My carbon footprint just shot right back. Well, probably, I guess I'm, I mean, I use the salad bags for Koa's, uh, to clean up after Koa, so that, does that help? Maybe. I think you're giving me a hard time. I almost feel like we're flirting now that I don't have, uh, it's not that I do. Well, I never flirted with anyone at Trader Joe's. Remember I tried with the, Wush, I tried to ask where the Worcestershire sauce is. And then I didn't, didn't flirt after that. And then with the, the pork roast or whatever. So, oh, so salad spinner. Well, one idea is like, it just seems like a lot of work. One, what are you spinning off of it? Moisture. Yeah, I, do, I, do, I guess I never got it. I, I mean, I get the idea. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, it just like you know what? Salad takes up a lot of room. That's the other thing. Once you, and even when you're spinning it, it takes up more room. And I got a tiny apartment. I got a tiny fridge. I really don't have the space to be spinning salads and increasing its mass or whatever you want to call it. It's allotted space. At the same time, I did buy something. I don't know if it's by Rubbermaid or somebody else that is supposed to keep your salad crisp longer. But I don't have to spin it, which is the key. You just put it in there. And it takes up some space, too. Uh, just not as much as a salad spinner. I don't know. Maybe I'm, a, I'm a, the suspicious salad spinner. 
who was a spinster. What about that for a, would that be a spy novel? What about the salad spinster? Spinster. The spinning salad spinster. Oh, that was Agatha Christie one. I, I believe it makes sense. I, I can see that. The spinning salads of the spinster. I, I think we could give chocolate a run for its money in that case. You know? No? Well, that's it. Oh, so I guess that's about it, about salad spinning. One, does it do anything? I mean, yes, it gets some water off. It, this is what I didn't get. Does that affect the salad in immediately, or is that just affect the longevity, the longevity of the salad? Well, here's my thoughts, and, and I'll be honest with you because I know I'm right at this point. If like, uh, if it's going to impede your consumption of salad, don't do it. So, for me, the day I said no spinning of salad was the day. It, there wasn't actually a day I said that. Like maybe I should get a sign. Maybe I should talk to Frank, old 12 Galaxies Frank, and see if he could carry a sign around that says no more salad spinning. Well, you're right. I guess it wouldn't be accurate. I, I stopped spinning salads, and I've never felt freer. And I've never consumed more less, like I'm consuming more salad. Leafy greens. You prefer leafy greens? Well, it's, well leafy greens is one ingredient in a good salad. Oh, we're in Trader Joe's now. I have the worst parking luck. I have a parking lot luck here. So I'm trying to close out my salad spinning thoughts. I think that's it. Like, uh, like once I stop spinning the salads and we'll get into the bags, we'll have the bag salad conversation. Believe me, I don't want to be shamed for how I buy my salads. I'll even buy a kit every once in a while. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's fine. You could judge. Go ahead. Go ahead. When, you know, when whatever leafy greens do to you does to me. But my goal for you is to get you on, uh, let's see, ten, well, I'd like to get you up to 15, 15 servings of uh, of leafy greens a week. And I think we could do that easily. And I don't know what they prescribe, you know. I think probably if they, you're supposed to eat 1,000 if you go by the, uh, you know, nutrient overload newsletter. That's the one I subscribe to. Like, uh, for people, you know, that they, they, they don't see the world in grays, they, you know, I don't subscribe to that. I think, do you think I could sell that nutrient overload news uh, letter? It wouldn't be actual news because it'd be an, in a newsletter does not mean it's news. Uh, whoever's, you know, already forming it, they say, well, uh, 15 salads a week. It's not salads, though. It's leafy greens. Uh, I'm sorry, we were talking about salad. I was saying, so once I got rid of salad spinning, I ate more salad. I don't know if I actually ever spun, I probably spun three salads in my life, and then the salad spinner otherwise sat there taunting me. And let me also say this, I do actually, I guess I'm lying, I do enjoy spinning a salad, because what I'd like to do is build up the momentum and then spin it the other way. Get it really going and then spin it. So, so maybe I just, can you overspin, spin, my salad's been overspun. I guess that may, might be uh, what people said. I know this isn't falling on deaf ears. I know you agree with me. You just don't want to. That's like, a, a, you know, let me know. Do some research. Let me know if this is an essential step. Uh, I still won't do it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm full of salad right now. So, or greens and stuff. Okay, so here we are, and yeah, there's no reason, I have no worries about running into any crushes, because I've offshored my crushes, uh, or off, uh, I've put them online. Uh, where online? Well, the mystery places, places across, you know, places where, where you're, like, uh, where I'll never run into them. Uh, how's that? Uh, can I tell you more about my crushes? No, because we're, we believe it or not, as soon as we get in here, right on our right is the salad section. So, no, we don't need to talk about my, uh, current, yeah, we don't need to discuss that. So here we face our first step of uh, salad consumption, which I think for the first 28, 26 years of my life, I considered, you know, like most Americans that grow up, uh, in what would, under quotes, would be middle America, the iceberg lettuce is considered a, was considered a salad to me. 
with a cream dressing and maybe a few tomatoes. And then if you like went in a salad bar would be the other kind of salad. Those were the two salads I knew of from my youth. Iceberg lettuce with maybe some other stuff. Maybe if guests were coming over, more stuff. And then a salad bar at Pizza Hut. My dad would go to that. We We didn't get to go. And maybe my mom, and then we would beg for, uh, what do you call it, sesame seeds. So this is the salad section, and let me walk you through. Let, let me overcome. I don't even know if they have iceberg lettuce because I've moved on. It, like, well, I, if I didn't go with the bagged, bagged greens, I would be a romaine person. But the problem with the romaine you get these romaine, I think, I guess they're called romaine hearts, you know. I'm not breaking any. Well, actually, I not right now, I'm not. Romaine heartbreaker, it, uh, that does not, you know. But so they, I think they come three to a bag. And I can't consume three romaine hearts in the time. First of all, once you start de- breaking the hearts up, they take up a lot more room. And it's just real estate I don't have. The other thing is I don't think I can consume all three in time. Uh, before they go away, but also then with the space situation, then Romaine would dominate. And I prefer, and again, this isn't, I'm no scientist, you know, I could could barely, I could barely get a plate at a salad bar. I don't think I'll be passing the salad bar, you know, (laughs) like, uh, that that was like an attorney type joke. But uh, so... So, like, that was why Romaine went out. Now, if, if I'm making something that calls for Romaine, I still will debate it because I just don't like to waste, uh, I don't like to waste my salad. Uh, so, it's just, uh, and again, now you're looking at now, Trader Joe's, they do have a pretty fine selection. Now, all the way to the left, they'll have a couple of kits. And let me just tell you my opinion on kits real quick, because I, I say sometimes I have a seasonal kit. Every once in a while, get it, it, see if it inspires you in your future salad designing. And say, well, I never thought about that. And especially with a, a child, then you can see if they, they dislike those ingredients. And, you know, not, you know, maybe they had, I think one time they had, I don't remember what it was, if it was a, like a chopped fig or something small. Uh, but you can avoid all those things. And let me tell you, I'm no salad expert. Like, I'm a blue, this is, this is going to be a lesson in blue collar salading. And if you have a blue collar out there, you need to eat more salad for sure. But so you have your salad kits on the left, and you could use those. Or you say, if you have a fridge at work, maybe think about grabbing one for lunch at work. And over three or four days, eat the whole kit. And yeah, that might take some, you know, planning and buying of Tupperware things. But uh, you're giving yourself a little gift, and you're making it easy. But so those are the kits, and I'm not against a kit, but I, I prefer actually more selection. Now, let me tell you where Trader Giotto and the other whatever characters, you know, Barney Bear, whoever, I don't know, the, the, the Smoofy, I think, is one of them. Smoofy the Giraffe, I think that's one of the tra- forgotten Trader Joe's characters. But so they really do have a wide variety of salads here. And you can even, if you're feeling like you want some iceberg or some butter lettuces, you know, a crisp, a crisp, a paler shade. You know, I do like, I, I, I like a dual foundation salad. I'll be honest with you. And I do like one of these like crisper mixed bags. And usually they're mixed. Uh, so you'll see. You've got a pretty good one with the crispy, crisper, lighter lettuces in your butter, your romaine, and your iceberg range. And they'll come with like a variety of, you know, like maybe some carrots in there and that, uh, some, maybe some cabbage or the other stuff that's red. And that's what we're going for. Big picture is a lot of diverse colors in our salad. That's what they always say. Get the diverse colors in your salad. That makes it taste better. Makes it better for you. I guess that memo hasn't worked its way around, you know. But but let's let's just get, let's just keep it a discussion of salad uh, because it just makes sense. It's an easy rule to follow. So keep 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 a you know rainbow style salad. Now that's a whole different an actual rainbow salad that's uh, trademarked in somebody else's business. But this is like a, a, a wide variety of stuff in our salad. 
but it starts with our dual foundation here, which is these like a like a, if you want a crispy like I, I like that. But then we also want you want your dark leafy greens and and maybe your cruciferuses, cruciferi, cruciferi. And Trader Joe's is more than willing to help you. Like uh, and depending on the day. You'll see, like, you got some baby kale. You could have those super green, green, you know, power greens. You get some spicy mustardy greens. They have, like, this cruciferous crunch sometimes, which is all these uh, shaved uh, cruciferous vegetables. But these are, are, are richer, darker greens. And I think, like, it, it just gives you a good mouthfeel to have both. Because uh, then you get some crispy, lighter greens, some carrots. And you get the darker greens in all of their layers of flavor. Now, I will say that some of these bagged, the heavily bagged, like with mixed dark greens, I just try to avoid those. Unless I know I'm going to eat it in three days because it doesn't last any longer than that. And I don't care what they say. And I don't care what you do. You may have a salad spinner. I'd say, I'd say spin that conversation right out of here because these are super dark mixed greens. Cruciferous crunch, that'll last you two weeks. Power greens, maybe five days. With these mixed dark greens where you're getting into a lot of these different ones, they're not going to last very long. So you got to be prepared to eat it. So we're going to get two bags. Like, go ahead and pick, uh, like, whichever you wish. Oh, you're going to go four bags because you want that cruciferous crunch and the power. Okay, I got you. So that's our dual foundation. And let me tell you, you could, you, you could, sir, you can plate it right out of the bag. You take one, three, four finger full, drop it on the plate, then drop on the other ones, or you can mix it in a bowl. And I'll tell you something your body won't tell you. If you're rushing to work, you know, just just throw some of these good to, to, to a handful of each one of these in your, in a little uh, container. Take it to work and eat it. It, it your body will love it. And even if you don't have if you if you don't have dressing, your mouth might not love it so much. Depending on what mixed greens, you, the darker greens can have some strong flavors. But you know that that's the thing. Now, whoa, whoa, before we leave here, we're also going to get this purple bag. Purple and clear bag, you're right, of uh, baby spinach or whatever it's called. Uh, and that's going to be our greens for breakfast that you're going to have from now forever. And I'll explain how to cook that. That we will cook. So that's our salad. So then we're going to work our way through here. We're going to get some carrots, and uh, that's an easy one. Keeps Koa happy. We're going to get a, a cucumber. And usually I'll stop myself there, but you, there is other stuff in, in this little section. I don't know why the salad stuff is so spread around, but I guess, like, I'll give you my basic salad that I like, uh, and, uh, you know, you could add on from there whatever you wish. But I'll take the cucumbers and the carrots here, and then you—but they have herbs, they have other, you know, salad, like— uh, I don't know beets like would I like I like I said I can't do, I can't do beets. I mean I had a few like I I just don't have the effort to pickle any beets or whatever. So so but so let's just keep moving. And how about that? Thanks. Now after the salad section here, you see Trader Joe's has their own um, these dressings. We're going to make our own dressings, but you can again for inspiration or time savings get a dressing here. And if you're going to eat a salad every day, like, I mean, you don't want to get, like, a, I guess you could, these are your decisions. You're a free person to decide, like, but if it's, if having a little dressing on there is going to make you eat salad, I think that's great. I mean, some of these dressings, I don't even look at the back. Like, the creamier ones, I don't know. You know, I'm living in a vinaigrette-based world, except, on, you know, on the weekend, I say, give me, he'll just slop some blue cheese, creamy blue cheese on there. But if you're gonna, if blue cheese will keep you eating salad every night, let's let, let's let's keep. You know, you can make that choice. Okay, so we're gonna head over here to this island. This is I call it Potato Island, but it has a lot. It has potatoes and onions on one side, and this is where you, you know you got to decide as a parent what are you gonna do because I do like onions in my salad. My daughter does not. So the majority of time, I just skip skip it. Now, I, like since I've learned a lot from Blue Apron, I will sometimes now pickle some onions. 
and do a quick pickle uh, based on one of the recipe cards. So maybe vinegar and sugar or uh, like a like a, like maybe a more Asian ginger style like pickle. Like, but, but it, like, I think it's just, if, if you just put acid like vinegar and, or lime juice or lemon juice with a little sugar, maybe there's supposed to be another ingredient, probably some salt. Uh, yeah, definitely salt. I think then you, you could pickle your onions. Kids might like the pickling better because it's, uh, but red onions, I mean, they're not that strong, but I do like onions and it. Like normally I just won't get them because I'm, you know, I'm a parent. I got to We got to get your homework done. You got to get the salad. But the great thing about the salad is you, the method I'm going to teach you, it's a once-a-week salad, and then the pressure is off, you know, depending on, you know, the, the, the timeliness of the ingredients. Now, here's where we get where you can get your spectrum going. You know, we got the carrots, and then the rest of it is kind of like, a, like the, we have a diversity of green, and then we have some orange. We have these bell peppers. I like bell peppers, and I like that uh, you can get them in three to four colors. You can get your green, but then you can also get. Uh, I like to. Get, I just buy those four. I get a green. I don't always get a green, but I get the yellow, the orange, and the red, and I'll chop them in chunks and put them in the salad. That's that easy. And then we'll move down, and you have your tomatoes. Now, again, I guess if you're spinning your salad or you know what you're doing, you could dice tomatoes. But I never. If I've had mixed results on anything in my life, it's tomatoes. So now, and again, this might be food science. So like again, I'm no, but they have Trader Joe's has a lot of different of these plum, uh, grape-sized tomatoes. And most of the year, they have these heirloom-style ones that again come in a rainbow of colors, which like is good for us. But my daughter also likes these red uh, plum grape-sized ones in her lunch. So either one of these. But again, you could get any tomato you want again, but I just find my tomatoes are too wet. Maybe it's because I'm not spinning them or I I don't even know. I don't People say core tomato. I say, what? Tomatoes don't have a core. I mean, I know they do, but I wouldn't. I say, that's a lot of work. Uh, Coring a tomato. Count me out. So, and I I guess like some people have salad with tomato. I guess I I, had, like, I could be wrong. I, I mean, I, I like a cold. If I'm going to have a tomato, what is it, quartered, a quartered tomato, I like it cold. Or I guess there's tomato slices. I've seen those in salads, too. I just worry about, like, I don't want the, the, the larger tomatoes to hear this, but I just worry about their performance over a few days. Where these ones are self-contained, they're just little globes or circles, so... Uh, and again, it gives you a little portion control, and again, it makes it easy to throw it into something in your lunch, so you have it at lunchtime. So let's get those, and then let me think, because this is the, so we might want some garlic. Uh, so if you grab some garlic, and I think that is it uh, that I can think of here in the salad section so we need, we have our salad stuff correct I, I think we have everything so we need our dressings and then our like fixings or whatever you want to call it so let's go over to the dressings because this is going to be uh pretty simple uh, and again to the bounty of trader joe's here and everything's right here in this aisle we're going to go past the frozen into into this next aisle because this is kind of mid-central, and we're going to get a lot of work done here. So let's start with the easy. Get this 21-season saute, salute, or whatever the heck it's called. And you can take that home with you, just because I have it already. And then also, maybe the lemon pepper. We have salt and pepper, so I think we're set otherwise. Then we're going to get our oils. And again, this is you don't have to follow my thing. Well, let's just get some olive oil, and, and it's nice to have these choices. You say, well, I don't know what a Tuscan or a Tunisian olive oil is. Just get it and try it, and then the next time you could try something else. And I guess I hear good things about canola oil, and no offense to canola oil, but I just, like, because you use olive oil on almost everything, I just get olive oil. When it comes to the vinegar, now that's where, you again, I, I say go with balsamic and something else. 
And I've been hearing a lot of good things about these fruit fruit and citrus-based vinegars, so maybe go with that. That's the other thing we forgot is citrus. So while you look at, oh, we'll just, yeah, let's just go by and get some. Oh, you got some lemons. Great. Thanks. You read my mind, I guess. But so, like, uh, you, we're going to get a couple vinegars and a couple, like, so, yeah, we'll get the balsamic and rice vinegar. That's fine. I, like, uh, that sounds great. But, yeah, you typically you have your red wine, you got your, you know, apple cider, and then now you have these citrusy, you know, they're, they're, they're broadening the things. Now, I'm a big balsamic person, but that packs a lot of punch, and I'm going to teach you a little combo move that I've, uh, you know, learned a, a thing or two. But so now we have our oil, we have our vinegar, we have our Salute 21 Season Salute. Oh, mustard. That's the next thing we need. Uh, and I think you, like, I don't even know what emulsifier means, but I hear that uh, with salad dressing. But see that one? It's got the mustard seeds. It's like a, like a Dijon style. Whole mustard, you could get that one, and if you want a different one, you could get it. But I am a big fan. And by the way, you know, I'm not into food naming, but I think a lot of these, when you ask around, these are superfoods. I do believe that. I mean, I'm just using it saying, hey, mustard, in my opinion, you're a superfood. You, you taste good, you make other stuff taste good, and supposedly you're good for me, and also you're not bad for me. So that to me is a superfood. But I think when they talk about these dark leafy grains and these vinegars and these olives, you know, these are all like, so you're getting superfoods, maybe. But foods you could call super, definitely. Because what are you going to say? You're not going to say olive oil. Quit slacking. Because the olive oil would look at you and say, it pretty much do everything. You know, you, you put me, you know, you put me on your freaking earlobes, I'll, I'll help with them. So, again, I'm sorry, I lost it there. It just gets so excited. Okay, so, yeah, I knew this was going to come up because one of my New Year's resolutions was to eat more beans. And it's mixed results. Now, so I haven't been able, again, maybe it's the salad spinner thing. I haven't reached a level with beans that where where uh, I could have them in the salad because I think if you leave them in with the leaves, they they mess it up. I mean, I think the key would be some point when I have more time to have my beans with some sort of vinaigrette on their own. Because otherwise, they ju- like I just take them out of the can, I drain them, maybe I rinse them, and then I put them in the salad. It doesn't taste good. And then if you have it the next day, somehow the beans, the, the beans and the like, leafy grains don't get along. Everything just becomes sogged. So for now, we're going to be bean-free in our salad. But one day, I'd like to be there. I'd like to be like have, like uh, having beans in my salad to, to get because I'm my goal is five servings of beans a week, and I'm probably at one or two. Uh, so yeah, not not something I'm, I'm super happy about. But you know, live and learn, live and learn. Okay, so we have one more stop, which is in this this aisle here, which we have all the nuts and all the like. Uh, and all the, like, dried fruit, and so you could get, you know, like, I mean, I like the cranberry or the cranberry that's been soaked in orange or whatever, or the cranberry with the seeds inside, and then, um, I guess I'm a traditionalist, I like some sesame seeds, which, you know, and they're also, like, the the uh, the, the uh, pumpkin seeds or the, those other ones, it starts with a pea, uh, like, like, um, whatever those are, those, those ones are good. They're like a, uh, somewhere between a pumpkin and a sunflower seed, but those are all great. Like, in I, oh, bread, like, what are those, are those called breadcrumbs? What are those called? Croutons. I'm not a crew, I'm not a crouton person. I mean, the reason being, I guess, is, uh, croutons are pretty hard, and, like, uh, so I have trouble, like, I just have always struggled with poking croutons with my fork, and then they just explode off the plate onto the floor. Or, I guess that's uh, that's it. That's really that's just the ease of use. For me, I like the taste of croutons. I think they do add something to the salad, but sometimes I think of myself as a kid, and I say, well, I'd just rather eat croutons than a friggin' salad. 
Uh, but now that I'm a big boy, you know, that like, uh, I, I say, well, again, I, I'm looking for any salad interference. I guess that was the term. I just, you know, salad spinners, croutons, beans, uh, too much, sal- you know, salad, sp- those are all, sa- those create salad interference. And we got to like, uh, reduce your salad interference. I mean, I tell you what, don't let the, the the dark greens hear this, but if I could just walk down the street eating a bag of dark greens and not, like, you know, have my teeth look gross and they taste gross, probably do that. But, I, you know, that, that's just not, they're, they're too pungent. And again, then we'd be just eating dark greens instead of a wide variety. Okay, so you have a couple add-ons. Those are nice. Um, a lot of times I forget the add-ons, so I try to keep them in a container that I can shake on. But having them is a nice option, and it makes you kind of feel like, you you, you know, say, hey, I got, I, got, I got some class. I got some nuts and uh, dried fruit on this salad and this hizzy. So I think that's it, and I, I know we have to wait in line, so you want to know more about these crushes they have. They're really just uh, crushes, like... Uh, um. Uh, that's all I could say, like, uh, like, uh, distant, not, not, you know, just like almost like celebrities, but not celebrities. No, I don't. I mean, I would, well, you know, when I like, um, I can't say like, no, no one I know, you know, that's the safest kind locked away in my heart, uh, with a rusted key. That's where I keep my crushes for, for, for whoever they be. Uh, no, it's not from lack of, uh, like, uh, ho- hopefulness of uh, meeting someone in Trader Joe's, being able to talk to them. I guess the data doesn't hold up that that would work. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, the, just um, cha- I've changed my, my been inconsistent with my shopping schedule. And most of the time I've been hurried. The dryer in my apartment building's broken twice, so I, then I have to get, like, what I'll do is I'll put my drying stuff in the dryer, run over to Trader Joe's, get my daughter in one of those two orders, and then get back to the the, the clothes should be. The people, by the way, the people at the laundromat that run it, they love me, or they're just very nice people, they, 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 but they're so nice. It's maybe like, uh, they say, I wish my washer broke all the time. Just kidding, you know, like, uh, plus everybody always looks at you like, uh, they said, well, it's not actually my washer, it's my landlord, and it doesn't work. So, so that's, so that, okay, so we're checked out. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's no, like, I wish I know how, you, yeah, like, uh, like, uh, yeah, so they got no updates. It's, it's just as straight as that. Anything at all I could give you at all. Well, um, no, I mean, I, I, like, uh, last night I had dinner somewhere. And I did like, I, I don't think it was, it's pre-crush, you know, someone that was working there, but I'm sure she was like one of the owners, uh, like, uh, like, and I'm guessing that her and her, her like partner or her husband or I'm sure her and her partner run the restaurant and they're romantically involved. And so, but, but I did, uh, almost hit her with the bathroom door because of the closet for some of the restaurant supplies, they both opened and then I said, oh, excuse me. And then I said, let me close myself back in the bathroom again while you finish up in there. And then she said, oh, no, you know, like, oh, no, you're, you know, basically like you're, and I said, no, no. And then I just closed the bathroom door and hid there. But she did say, hey, have a good day when I left there. So, you know, that's uh, something to hope for. You know, maybe I'll be thinking of that when I fall asleep tonight. All right, so let's let's travel back with the Power Podcasting. So we got to get to work on the salad. In by the power podcasting, we're back in my place. Holy moly. So first things first, I'm going to show you the breakfast. Uh, it's really easy. And like goes with the breakfast that I have almost every day, especially when we're getting on a school morning, uh, which is, you know, I soft boil eggs and then I usually create some sort of bread, pretzel bagel or something else or homemade bread. Then a toasting in the, I don't have a toaster, but I have the broiler and the oven. And then here on my skillet or whatever this thing's called, griddle, McCaster and griddle, you turn it on. And then I spray a little olive oil on there after it's heated up. It was, it's heating up now. 
and you just rip open that, that's a zip you know, that bag has like a zipper on it or whatever, that baby spinach. I always feel bad eating the baby spinach. I feel like a brute. I mean, I don't know who, like, talk about terrible branding. And, like, I guess I don't feel as bad eating baby carrots because I know they're just uh, strategically shaped carrots. Where I think this is actually baby spinach. And I say, well, I, and I, I guess I have to use extra cognitive dissonance when I'm eating the baby spinach. Uh, but at this point, I don't know what you're going to call it. Like, uh, fresh, I, I, I don't know, fr- fresh spinach is different because they did for a while buy fresh spinach. Uh, after I had this delicious spinach at this a sushi restaurant one time, uh, Otakashi, or is that, uh, is that a, um, I don't know. But anyway, um, so the baby spinach, now that's hot and our things, just grab a big handful, throw it on the griddle. And you got to keep, now see how I'm, when I'm taking a spatula, I'm just going to keep stirring it because it cooks really fast. It wilts and uh, becomes just like Popeye's spinach. And I turn the, I actually turn the griddle off. One, then I don't have to worry about forgetting about it and then worrying about forgetting about it. But two, then you don't have to worry about scorching the spinach. Because, I mean, if you think you're a brute and then you're scorching baby spinach, you know, then you're, you know, then that, that, that's uh, tossing and turning. Okay, so while you're doing that, okay, you're already chopping up the peppers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do debate those things. You're right. We don't need to have a huge debate, but do we skin the, the uh, cucumber and the carrots? Those are organic carrots. Uh, so I'd say, like, usually I'd say uh, it depends on how much Co is staring at me. Uh, but most of it, Sophia just got braces. So now I do, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, uh, I'll cut off the ends and then I'll shave the carrot and then I give that to Ko as a treat. Or I usually I make a, a carrot parfait with her dinner. And then I'll just keep using the peeler to shred the rest of the carrot. And then I'll put carrot shreds in the salad, which you're doing right now. With the cucumber, what I usually do, and I guess this maybe is wrong, but I, I just do a 50-50. Half the time, I skin the car- skin the cucumber. <laughs> You're laughing. Yeah, I don't even know if that's a saying, but uh, the other times, I don't skin the cucumber. So, And I don't know. I don't know anything about cu- cu- cucumbers or whatever the heck's in their skin. But I figure and it can be a little tough, but, uh, you know, I'm a lot tough. I'm not a lot tough. I'm a softy. I know. But it, just for the podcast, I want to get that out there. I'm tough like a cucumber skin. I know, it's, it, but it can be a little bit chewy. I'm, I'm not chewy, though, I don't think, unless you're considering that. But so, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, just slice them thin, and then who cares if it's got its skin on there, right? And then the peppers. And what I'll do is, like, I'll assemble all, of the, I'll assemble all these into a bowl. Uh, yeah, and then I'll kind of toss it. I washed my hands, but I'll toss it, yeah. And then what I do is, like, I don't toss the salad into the the greens. I'll take one handful of one greens on the plate, one handful of the other on the plate, and then a handful of all of our mixed vegetables, chopped vegetables, and then the tomato. And, uh, yeah, and and then, okay, well, uh, yeah, and then let's put the uh, fixings on last and then the dressing. I think you go dressings, fixings, but let me show you how we do the dressing around here. This is my dressing, but again, you, I think it's a three-to-one ratio. Three servings of oil to one serving of uh, acid or vinegar. And your simplest one, you could eat, you don't even need to do that. You just should do uh, put a little balsamic on there and then put a little olive oil on there and then maybe some pepper and maybe some salt right on your salad. Yeah, but here's what I do. I take an old mason jar here, and yeah, say let's say uh, again, I'm not good at three to one. Oh, one and a half cups to a half cup, right? That's one, two, three. Yeah. So let's put one and a half cups of olive oil. It's a pretty big mason jar, and now, 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 now it says three to one. Now we're gonna put a, a, a half cup of uh, balsamic in there. But then you're going to cut that lemon. We're also going to put a quarter to a half cup of lemon juice in there. So so it's going to be a little bit stronger acid-wise. And if it's too strong, we could just cut it with the thing. Now, I'm also going to put some garlic in there. 
now this is like a jar of already minced garlic, so that'll be a little bit less intense, but sometimes I just smash up some garlic and throw it in there. Uh, but yeah, just put like a scoop of, like a tablespoon of garlic in there. And then I'll put two tablespoons of, uh, mustard in there. Cause that's a lot of liquid we have. And then I'll also put two teaspoons of the 21 season saute in there and maybe a little salt and pepper. And then you just put the top of the jar on and shake, shake it, shake it like a, like a, you know, shake it, shake that thing. See, and that's, you know, I don't know if it's coagulating, but that's dressing. Now, one thing I've learned is that these things aren't exactly refrigerator friendly. So if you put it in the refrigerator, uh, depending on the, the combination of oil and vinegar and stuff, like sometimes it'll solidify in your fridge. So you just got to take it out an hour or two ahead of time which you can forget to do. So that's why I always have just olive oil and uh, balsamic backup. So for that, so that's it. So so let, let's dress our salads. Oh, is anybody else coming? The Pointer Sisters are coming. They're so excited. And Eddie Murphy, yeah. No, they're they're here. They're coming. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, so good to see all of you, uh, Eddie. Uh, you're my hero of ours, and I hope you're ready for some healthy eating. That will be non. We do have fixings. Yes, yeah, so we have. We, we Oh, you set up a fixing bar. Oh, you brought some walnuts. Wow, thank you. And uh, yeah, love you, feel you. I'd like to wrap my arms around you and say thanks. I will. Thanks, Pointer Sisters, for coming by. And Eddie, sorry, Mr. Murphy, this is going to be so good. And that's it. Like, uh, so we have our salads. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I was supposed to explain to you about the salads or anything. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, we'll just enjoy these salads. And, uh, like, again, like, uh, oh, so after, that's right. So afterwards, like, so this would be Sunday. You do your salad creation if you can. If not, do it on Monday. Or if not, split it up and chop a little bit each week and just add what you chopped, uh, you know, Monday, chop a pepper and a cucumber. Tuesday, chop another pepper and a carrot. But eventually, you know, the first night, I think you can leave the uh, the, the mixed greens in their ba- respective bags as you wear down the, the veg- chopped vegetables. Then you can start to combine them. And then by Friday, ideally, like uh, you've eaten all the salad. You know, you got you got to use your judgment on w- if it's still good or not. But if you're using it for lunch and dinner, you know, you may have to re-up or you may not. It may, may last you all week. But what could be, you know, so what could be better than real-time salad assembly with you, right? And, uh, and of course, our guests. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that is mustard in there, Mr. Murphy. It is. It's uh, there's some, some whole seed mustard. Thank you. And thanks, everybody. Good night. I want to thank some listeners over on Facebook, Megan MW, thanks and good night. Uh, Melissa H to the J, thanks and good night. And Melissa K, thanks and good night. Sarah B, thanks and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Joanna T, to Jenny K. Uh, thank you and good night to Wendy A, Laura B to the S to the R, Tracy Y, thanks and good night, Jenny K, thanks and good night, Melinda S, thanks and good night, uh, thanks and good night to Charlotte W, Rebecca K, thanks and good night, uh, Cindy, uh, uh, thanks and good night to Cindy T, to Diana H, uh, to Rose, uh, to Sarah B, thanks and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Jill N and Rebecca J to Rob M. Thank you and good night to Harold, everybody. Thanks and good night, Tracy Y. Thanks and good night, Nancy L. Thanks and good night, uh, Debbie S to the P. Thanks and good night. Thanks and good night to Mike R. Thank you, DB. Thanks. This is D E E B. Thanks and good night, Jennifer L. Thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Wes and Melanie S and Rob M. Thank you and good night. 
Uh, Janine H, uh, thanks and good night. Julie J to the W, thanks and good night. Trisha O to the D, thanks and good night. Sylvie, thanks and good night. Uh, Rose F, uh, thanks and good night. Lynette, uh, thanks and good night. Uh, hanging with the, the crew. Uh, thanks and good night to uh, Bree H, thanks and good night. Sean B, thank you and good night. Uh, Cash M, thanks and night. Keith R, thanks and good night. Richard, uh, thanks and good night. Laura B to the SCR. Eli H, thanks and good night. Arwen, thank you and good night. Uh, Barbara C, thanks and good night. Pat M, thanks and good night. Andy A, thank you and good night. Uh, Jared B, thanks and good night. Ben C, thanks and good night. Ida, thanks and good night. Charlie S, thanks and good night. Matthew N, thank you and good night. Nora N, thanks and good night. Matthew H, thank you and good night. Nicole K, thanks and good night. Uh, Leanne, thanks and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Tammy C and Jennifer L, thanks and good night. Shirley A to the M, thanks and good night. Uh, Jennifer B, thanks and good night. Becky H, uh, thanks and good night. Thanks and good night to everybody uh, supporting the show and saying hi over on uh, Facebook. Good night.